I'm Kirby Ingalls, and you're listening to the True Success Podcast. My goal is to help you find true success by helping you live a rich and satisfying life, a life full of happiness and meaning, and becoming a pillar of your community. It's my hope to inspire you to begin creating a new narrative, revolutionizing the way we live, and creating a ripple effect that resonates with future generations. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with Alessia Aluejo, right? Is that right? Alessia. Alessia, I'm sorry. Alessia uh, Salway. Alessia Salway. Um, and she has a passion for social selling, which is why I brought her on in the show, because... I think it's extremely important for us to know how to brand and sell ourselves. So she is in the business of humanizing brands and branding humans. Please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Hi, and hello to everybody who is listening to me. Uh, yes, my name is Alicia Sauer. I'm a business strategist at the social uh, media agency. I've been an entrepreneur for uh, uh, over 20 years now, and I'm uh, author of a book, uh, The Brand uh, Named You. Uh, during the last uh, crisis, actually, I've uh, faced uh, tremendous uh, turmoil, and uh, the business, uh, the very successful business that I had at uh, that time, I'm pretty much a couple of months uh, just uh, came into non-existence and I was uh, really faced uh, with the necessity to totally reinvent uh, myself and you know when it's uh, difficult to uh, build your business uh, from zero then uh, believe me it is much much more difficult uh, to rebuild your business uh, starting from way below zero and I was kind of uh, forced uh, into uh, Really looking at myself and taking the, the inventory of what I have left if uh, nothing from the visible success that our society actually uh, wants to see uh, uh, was uh, not there. And uh, I understood at that point that uh, irrespective of where we are in our life, we all have something that uh, nothing, uh, nobody can take from us. And this is uh, our personal brand DNA, our unique strengths, our values, our passions, and, and our why. And once we really understand ourselves, like fully understand ourselves, and start to own our story with both successes and lessons, we really become absolutely unstoppable. And the fun thing about that is once we really start to own our personal brand DNA, also sales and marketing and branding of ourselves and our business becomes much more easier because people don't really buy services or products. People always buy people. And when they see and sense the authenticity of people, which really comes from understanding of who you are. And this is the reason why I got into personal branding and executive coaching uh, so that I could help uh, people uh, first to really understand who they are, what do they truly want, uh, because this gives them the motivation to go and, and really make a bigger impact. And once this is clear, to market it in a way that the ideal customers uh, would come to you because of you. Well, thank you, uh, Alicia. 
uh let me ask you this um and i really do appreciate uh that in-depth understanding of of personal branding and, and a personal brand uh there every story really has a beginning so could you kind of talk about you know your story a little bit where maybe where you grew up at what life was like and then how you kind of got into the uh forbes estonia <laughs> well uh, the start of my career was uh, uh like an american uh, <laughs> you, you know american dream because i got in there uh, uh, i started to work as a uh, human resources manager and uh, still galvanizing plant uh, within uh, less uh, than a year i become a sales uh, manager then the general manager of uh, steel plant uh, selling uh, steel all across uh, the world a couple of uh, years into that i started my own steel trading company uh, which uh, which was a great success and for a couple of years it, it was growing exponentially buying steel from china and india and selling it in, in baltics and uh, scandinavia uh, then as i've said uh, during the last crisis of 208 209 uh, over the course of one week uh, the uh, economy collapsed uh, steel prices uh, went down uh, 50% and we had a full uh, inventory of, of of material and then customers defaulting on, on payments and then uh, and things like that uh, so i had to stop the uh, the business and um, and i started actually uh, doing what i did uh, best uh, uh, helping other uh, companies to find uh, sales partners uh, across the globe uh, i started uh, teaching social selling uh, on uh, linkedin uh, got uh, headhunted by forbes uh, Sonia, uh, been uh, um, really uh, doing a lot of uh, things on the on the local uh, markets, uh, trying uh, to uh, uh, to persuade uh, people to actually read traditional uh, media uh, because Estonia mm -hmm. is very digitalized uh, country, and, and from there I actually uh, moved uh, into uh, executive uh, coaching and and, and uh, started to help. Uh, mainly companies but also where uh, executive entrepreneurs uh, to work understand uh, themselves uh, to work use it in their marketing and also uh, to utilize uh, their employees and their personal brands uh, to really make their company much more stronger on social media much more authentic because uh, people really want to see people on, on social media so that's a, a short recap <laughs> of a long yeah. story yeah, I definitely want to talk about how uh, leaders and managers and organizations can use the people in their organizations to make their brands on social media uh, even stronger. I, uh, I think that's extremely valuable. I've always thought that your employees are ambassadors for your organization. And so, you know, as they live their lives out, you know, they're out there and they represent your brand. And it's a huge opportunity for a lot of us. But uh, before we get into some of that, I want to know, you know, what, what was it, what was it like, what would you, what did you think you were going to do when you got over? I know you started out in human resources and that's kind of where I got my start. Um, once I, I joined the army. Um, and so I ended up having a career, uh, through that process for 24, 25 years and eventually, you know, became a coach and stuff like that, much like yourself. But what was it you thought you were going to do in the beginning before this, you know, uh, uh, life rewarding uh, journey started? 
I always uh, like to, uh, to work uh, with people and I've been uh, fascinated uh, by different uh, yeah. types of uh, people. Uh, so uh, I was pretty uh, open uh, about uh, the industries and then during my life I have been in very uh, many different uh, industries uh, seemingly unrelated. But if I look back at everything that I've been doing, it always had to do something uh, something with people. So mm -hmm. uh, uh, coaching and, and personal branding is like... Uh, actually the logical outcome of that because uh, I, I really can put all of the different uh, experiences my personal experiences and also the knowledge that I've got uh, into uh, into people that I'm uh, working with into companies that I'm working with so that they really can maximize their their potential so answering to your question I actually didn't have it all planned out uh, yeah. for, <laughs> for 20 years ahead and I would uh, I never believe uh, where I would end up, uh, but I wouldn't change anything of that. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's it's been a beautiful journey up to this point. So tell me a little bit about why personal branding has become one of the most significant tools that, that we have in the business world today. Well, as you know, uh, in the term of personal branding uh, was uh, first introduced uh, by uh, Tom Peters in uh, 1994, and uh, uh, it um, it actually started to, to pick up uh, during the last uh, couple of uh, years, uh, and the main reason for that is actually social media, because mm. uh, we all... Uh, all have a personal brand. Uh, Jeff Bezos uh, at some point uh, said that personal brand is what people say about you once you have left the room. But our world has very significantly changed and uh, not only do we have a physical personal brand, but nowadays, and especially because of the pandemic, we also have a digital personal brand. So we have like two sides of ourselves. And in order for our digital personal brand that to really work for us we have to understand ourselves we have to understand how people perceive us online and I like to say that nowadays personal brand is not uh, what people say about you once you have left the room but it's actually what people know about you before you enter the room and your digital personal brand that uh, kind of becomes your brand ambassador, which works for you 24 seven. And it can uh, amplify everything that you are doing, creating wonderful opportunities, uh, creating visibility and credibility and also profitability for your business. But it also can work against you if, uh, in case that you have a strong physical brand, but you have zero presence on social media, for example, then uh, that's actually uh, creates a lot of problems, especially mm -hmm. nowadays. And, and that was also one of the reasons why we wrote the book on personal branding, because uh, at that point, there are many different books on personal branding, but personal branding uh, was perceived by people as some kind of vanity fair uh, that uh, I am here to brag about myself. And a lot of professionals who I would say have a strong physical personal brand kind of uh, uh, shy away from uh, the usage of social media. And the reason for that mm -hmm. is that they don't understand that it's not really about them. It's not about uh, talking about yourself bragging about yourself, but it's really about uh, 
creating uh, the same human connection with your uh, potential customers, potential partners, potential employees, uh, just in a different environment. And once people understand that, uh, they start to uh, use it to their advantage. Yeah, I think uh, what you said there is extremely important, um, not only because I recognize uh, some words that you use, it's actually a famous quote by Jeff Bezos about your brand is what people say about you whenever you're you're not in the room. And um, obviously that was um, a great, like, you know, 15 second line by Jeff Bezos that's been used, you know, I mean, in the personal branding world, uh, extraordinarily um and then also in leadership too about presence um and you you talked a little bit about presence in personal brand and personal branding um which brings me to to i guess my my next question is because um you did say talk about personal branding we're talking about personal branding so what is the big difference between those two could you help me and the audience understand that a, a little bit more um, and I also, you know, you, when you start talking about um, personal branding, it was almost like bragging about yourself. Um, I also know that uh, a lot of us, you know, who have been in the military that are in the veteran community, try to remove ourselves far from that once we leave military service and get away from that. And maybe for five, six, seven years, we don't even have anything to do with it. Right. And then we start to realize that, hey, that is a part of my personal brand. And I need to leverage that because now I can connect with people because of that. Um, and I've, I've seen that more and more and more lately. So tune in for the next episode. Subscribe to the True Success Podcast on Pocket Cast and follow us on LinkedIn. Yeah, well, to answer your question, we have to come to a question and definition of what is branding. If we think about uh, different artificially created brands, uh, then they are built on different archetypes, uh, which help us uh, as people uh, to really relate on an emotional level to the brands. So different uh, brands with different uh, attributes uh, appeal to different types of people. So we can recognize the brand, uh, we connect with the brand, and then we become customers and loyal fans of the brand but if we're thinking about uh, people then we all already have this uh, personal brand dna we don't have to create that uh, we already have something uh, that mm -hmm. other people uh, can uh, relate to uh, all of our different values uh, all of our uh, passions uh, this is the emotional language that people subconsciously connect to uh, the challenge for us is, as humans is really to decode this personal brand DNA because uh, uh, quite often I see that, that people don't really think about their values, uh, they don't think about their passions, they are not, don't know about them and that they also uh, can't use this in, in their marketing strategy. I see quite often that uh, when people start their businesses, they immediately try to put a facade in front of them, build a, a website, build a logo, hide behind that. Mm -hmm. But this is the, the worst thing that you can do because once people see you 
once they sense your passion, you actually don't have to sell anymore because uh, your whole existence is already selling what you are passionate about. Uh, and this passion is really what uh, makes personal brand authentic. We have um, been talking to people in uh, different kind, types of industries uh, who uh, I would say have very strong personal brand. And that majority of them uh, have not been uh, dealing and building their personal brand strategically and consciously. But uh, if you look at this process that we put in, in the book and, and, and see what those people are doing, they actually will tick all of those uh, points. And one of the things that all of them have uh, is the passion, the passion that, that drives them, the passion that gives them motivation, and passion that makes uh, marketing and sales uh, seem to be easy. I really love that because especially the last part where you're talking about passion, I saw that in your book um, as a piece, you know, about part of that is your personal brain. And a lot of people will tell you that don't take your passions to kind of suppress those. And I couldn't disagree with them more. And so I like the fact that you entered that in there as well as you know, something else that you mentioned, since we're also talking about this, this passion, um, uh, and that, that part of the elements of a personal brand. Uh, should someone um, talk about their weaknesses also, maybe their, maybe their lifestyle and their personal brand? Yes, I consider uh, all of those uh, different aspects of yourself mm -hmm. as a personality, as a part of your personal brand. Uh, you mm -hmm. have to be aware about your weaknesses, uh, uh, but you always have to focus on your mm -hmm. strengths. But we have some kind of, as all people, we have some different peculiarities uh, that uh, we are trying uh, perhaps uh, to hide. But uh, those uh, moments of vulnerability help people to connect with us. Because we uh, we tr always try to you know uh, present ourselves as an ideal person, but uh, the reality is that other people don't relate to ideal people because uh, they, we all know subconsciously that they don't exist. But we relate really to other people's uh, struggles. We recognize uh, the. Uh, so to say, hero journey, and it also helps and inspires uh, people uh, to take action in, in their own life. And I always, um, quite often, see that people are trying to build, you know, a, a personal brand, uh, just one personal brand for business, and then let's leave uh, our personal life uh, out of this uh, context. Uh, the same as you mentioned with the military, but the personal brand that can be like an umbrella. Uh, uh, which uh, really connects uh, all of the different dots in uh, uh, in your personal brand. So, for example, if you have different passions, different businesses, uh, your personal brand uh, can connect all of those different things. The uh, best example of that would be Richard Branson, who has uh, hundreds of different companies, but uh, they are all communicated through his personal brand uh, and, and the, this is really what unites them and uh, which what gives them a face that people recognize and that people trust. So going a little bit back to uh, personal branding, um, uh, why, why would it be so important for, for a person to do that? And what would be some of the benefits uh, to that? 
Well, personal branding, especially nowadays, uh, it, uh, it really creates you different opportunities because uh, if we think about the business, uh, mm -hmm. uh, then we have to really reach uh, to our ideal customers. Uh, we can do this through uh, traditional marketing, uh, but it is quite expensive. It takes uh, time and uh, there is no personality in that. Uh, once we put personal branding into equation, we really uh, utilize this emotion uh, part of marketing because uh, people majority of people make uh, all of the buying decisions uh, on emotional level and perhaps some of them just need uh, some logical explanation to justify that and as people we have this already so once we uh, put a personal branding into the um, uh, marketing process into the communication process we really create these additional opportunities uh, for people to more quickly more authentic connect with us and if we are also looking at this digital uh, space uh, then uh, strong personal brand uh, on the internet can actually do everything that you need uh, uh, to acquire the customer uh, we have a lot of different uh, uh, industries and businesses uh, where you would actually not even meet a person but you get the feeling that, that uh, you know this person and uh, strategic personal branding uh, means that you understand yourself, you understand your customers, and you know uh, how you want uh, people to feel about you. Uh, and you're building this perception, you are building the visibility, you are building the trust that is necessary for people to come to you and uh, uh, to uh, want to do business with, uh, with you. And you were talking about there, um, we have the opportunity today to um, kind of get away from the traditional personal branding and, and use the, 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 the platforms that are out there to, to do the work for us. Uh, I noticed that you do a lot of LinkedIn lives. Um, and so is that you like your main platform? And, and is that what you would suggest as far as the personal branding goes? Or what, what are your thoughts about the different platforms that might be out there in social selling? I know that's where you spent some time on LinkedIn doing some social selling. So yes, my my main uh, channel is uh, LinkedIn. Uh, the main reason for that is uh, I'm working with different companies, executives, and entrepreneurs, and uh, uh, LinkedIn is the most professional out of uh, different uh, networks that we have. But uh, to answer your question, uh, you really have to understand who is your customer, who is your target audience, and uh, once you know that, uh, you also have to look uh, where, what is the uh, social media platform that they are, are using and you have to be there. Uh, so if your customers uh, are not on LinkedIn, there would be no point of building uh, this as your platform. Perhaps your customers are on Instagram or perhaps your customers are on Facebook, but, that, but we really have to understand that who is our uh, target customer, what does he really want to hear? And then to put these two things together, our personal brand DNA, and also the needs of our customers, and then find this uh, sweet spot. All right, awesome. So what would be the first steps for someone um, to take in order to start um, doing the, the, the personal branding? 
Well, I, um, I have a, uh, in our book, uh, we, uh, we put together uh, the seven step uh, personal branding strategy, which I think that uh, also for our listeners would be a good uh, way to start uh, your personal branding journey. So you have to understand, first of all, the goal of your personal branding. What do you want to achieve? Where do you want to be in, 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 in a year, in three years, in, in five years? And that's then start from there, because you can use uh, personal branding for very many different things. Uh, perhaps you want to, uh, to attract your customers, perhaps you want to be perceived as a thought leader, perhaps you want uh, to attract uh, employees. So there are different uh, uh, things, uh, different goals, and uh, that would also require different strategy. Then you have to really understand your personal brand DNA. As I said, uh, your passions, your strengths, uh, your values, your why, but also your lifestyle and, and your communication style, because that will be the core of your marketing message. Then uh, you have to get clear on your target audience. So uh, you have to really uh, create a, a picture of your ideal customers, uh, just like he would be sitting next to me. And I, I would really know what are the things that are of importance to him and how I can connect with him, what value I can create for this person. And then once you have this understanding, uh, you would get clear on your message. Uh, you would get clear on the value that you can uh, give to your customers uh, and build on that your communication strategy on, on, on social media, but also face-to-face. -face. Uh, then once you have this clear, uh, you have to select the channels that, uh, that you will be using uh, for your personal branding. And that uh, you can uh, actually mix different uh, channels uh, you can, uh, for example, use traditional media and amplify this on social media, or you can use just social media and then get the visibility necessary for traditional media to really notice you. And you also need to understand how you would measure the success of your personal brand. Because there are a lot of different things that you could be doing um, to, uh, in order to uh, build a strong personal brand, but uh, quite many of them are nice to have. Uh, and so you have to understand what are the most critical steps uh, to take. I have uh, quite uh, many customers who are uh, business owners, uh, and uh, we have exclusively used uh, LinkedIn to build uh, their circle of influence uh, on LinkedIn. And uh, most of us, uh, we don't need you know, to be a household name to be successful with our business. Uh, for most of us, perhaps our audience uh, should be, I don't know, 1,000, uh, 10,000 people across the world so that everybody in our industry would know about us, uh, would recognize us as an expert. And so we have to find this uh, you know, path of uh, least resistance and then choosing the right channel and choosing the right audience uh, is really the key to that yeah you said you know there's a couple of times what you've talked about um in this in this episode already about the goal of personal branding and so you know if and i know definitions are, are really really important when we try to start you know casting out these visions of where we want to be in five or ten years and then what are those goals and having clear definitions so what would a goal for someone be uh, if they were trying to really establish their personal brand. 
I, I like to uh, talk about personal branding as a kind of a bridge be uh, mm -hmm. between where are you today and uh, where you want to be in a, in a year time. So uh, you kind of uh, bringing your uh, best self uh, from, from the future mm -hmm. in, into the reality. Uh, well, if we're thinking about, uh, about business, uh, uh, we want to be top of mind for our customers. So uh, I would say that the main goal for personal branding is uh, to be recognized as an expert uh, in your industry. So that once people are thinking about your industry, uh, you would come to their mind. And uh, this is the same thing that why we are picking a certain products in the supermarket uh, when we're thinking about uh, professional services, uh, uh, it is the same. So. Uh, once people notice you, uh, you really have to stay uh, there and give them value mm. uh, so that once they uh, understand that they need your service, uh, they would come to you uh, because of you, because you have been visible, because you have been providing them value, um, educating, giving them advice, helping them to, uh, to be more successful. And by that, you are creating this expert position that, uh, that people need in order to come and, uh, and give you <laughs> their money. No, that's awesome. Um, and, I, and, I, and I get that. The, I, you also mentioned... Um, and so if you have a goal, right, you have to measure success. And so how would we do that? Because a personal brand, uh, I mean, we can describe it, you know, we can show up and, and, and be that, that, that person, right. And, you know, um, but what do you use to measure that? So I think that's the tricky part for a lot of us, because somebody's like, how do you measure something that, um, may not feel tangible, like you can't see, feel, or touch it, right? It's not a metric, you know, but what would be a metric to measure? Uh, well, you can use different types of uh, metrics. Uh, you can uh, go uh, with uh, vanity metrics, like number of followers and uh, number of likes or comments or uh, type of engagement that you have uh, with your posts. And it kind of give you a little bit of, uh, uh, of understanding. It is also working for you as a social currency because uh, it, it is a social proof yeah. that people uh, perceive as important. Uh, but I would um, I strongly recommend uh, to... Uh, uh, look at your business and, and put uh, tangible uh, goals in terms of, of uh, sales. Uh, you can uh, put the personal branding uh, as a part of your sales process uh, and, uh, and, and really um, measure how many uh, sales leads, for example, you're getting uh, uh, from your activity on uh, LinkedIn, how many customers are coming to you, how many referrals are you getting. Uh, mm -hmm. um, if, uh, if you feel that uh, publicity is important and if you are talking about thought leadership, then publicity is extremely important. Uh, then uh, uh, number of uh, articles published, mm -hmm. number of uh, speaking uh, invitations, uh, number of uh, podcast features uh, could be one of the things that, that you would uh, would measure. But uh, personal branding uh, uh, won't uh, uh, 
uh, won't really sell for itself. So it, it has to. You can you can be visible, but uh, if you don't have a sales process in place, uh, then uh, that would be just a vanity part of that. So if you really want uh, to monetize your personal brand, you have to think about those different parts of your personal brand. How you would build visibility, mm-hmm. how you would increase credibility, and how you would get to the profitability. What uh, what would be the tangible result for you? Would you be selling um, your your book or would you be uh, offering uh, coaching or would you be uh, building uh, some uh, online uh, programs uh, or uh, what is it that uh, that uh, you would actually get out of these activities thank you for sharing that that was extremely valuable uh and that that really clears a lot of that up i think uh you know when i when i earlier we were talking about and we mentioned how employees can really help a company's brand and i mentioned you know being an ambassador so why why is personal branding of employees uh really really helpful for companies to to build a personal brand and why should companies encourage employees to develop their own personal brand well, as I've mentioned earlier, we buy from people and uh, all of our employees, uh, our, our uh, walking, talking uh, business uh, cards uh, 24-7 and nowadays uh, online, uh, you, uh, you notice a person, you know that he's working at a company X and uh, you build your perception about this business uh, based on this interaction with, uh, with the person. And uh, companies have already a long time ago understand to how important is uh, uh, employer branding uh, in order to attract uh, potential uh, uh, employees, uh, but also to uh, to show to their customers uh, all of the company's values. But uh, employer programs uh, work only when uh, people understand uh, uh, what is in it for them. And personal branding is this missing uh, part that uh, quite often companies are not putting to use. Because if company is talking about its goals and its values, uh, people might not relate to that. They don't understand how they personally can help the company, but they also don't understand that that personal brand, that strong personal brand of themselves is really working for them first. And uh, ideals in an ideal situation, companies should really encourage and train people uh, to build their strong personal brand because the more stronger personal brands you have in the company, the bigger is the reach of the company's message. There are lots of different statistics that show that uh, once employees are starting to share company's message, uh, the growth and, uh, and engagement uh, uh, is exponential because uh, uh, people uh, have uh, on average much uh, more connections uh, uh, than companies. Uh, Different employees have different uh, types of the audience so you can really spread your message. And once people uh, understand their personal brand, understand their own goal, and that when you put this into the company's communication strategy, then it's really a win-win situation because uh, people are empowered, they're sharing their values, they're working for themselves, and company is really benefiting from that. And I know that a lot of uh, owners uh, have this concern that uh, what will happen if I invest into my my employees' personal brand, 
and uh, then they get headhunted or they leave and, <laughs> and uh, all my investment is gone. Uh, but the reality is that uh, when you have a person who is really empowered, who is working uh, and, and really using and building his personal brand, the uh, uh, results, uh, the effect of his activities uh, would be so big that uh, that you would be thankful that they, you actually have done that. And we have done uh, uh, ambassador programs in, uh, in different uh, companies. Uh, uh, and uh, we have seen that uh, even once you start and you have a pilot pro uh, project and you have, for example, a 50 employees who are participating in this program and only half of them or even less uh, start to uh, really be present, uh, start to show uh, what they are doing, really um, sharing their passion and why they are working for this company and what they are doing on a regular basis. Uh, then. Uh, the market starts to notice this very quickly. Uh, yes, some of the employees uh, would get their uh, very good offers and would leave, but the, the, the massive effect that the company would, would get from that uh, would certainly be worth that. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And you all, you know, when you said, um, you said, uh, talk about communication strategy, uh, you know, what role does the CEO have to play in basically in the brand, um, even a business owner and not necessarily a CEO, but, uh, what role does that, that executive team or that, that, that head of the organization have that plays in a role and as well, as well as their, their communication strategy. Um, I would say that uh, the best example uh, of the benefits is Elon Musk uh, mm -hmm. and Tesla officially said that they have not uh, spent a single uh, dollar on uh, marketing. And uh, this is mm -hmm. what uh, personal branding of the uh, CEO owner of the company really does. Because uh, people are interested uh, in the leaders, uh, both employees, partners and customers, they want to see who is this person mm -hmm. uh, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have uh, millions of followers online that only means that uh, once again you have to be clear about your target audience uh, and you have to connect with them and be visible on, on social media be it LinkedIn or be it Facebook or whatever else if we are looking at fortune uh, 500 for example uh, then uh, nowadays uh, we are still in the situation where uh, uh, well, around 50% of the CEOs are already actively using uh, their personal brand and, and social media. But at the same time, uh, another half uh, is uh, really not present anywhere. And uh, if you have a company, with, um, two companies who have a similar offering, and then uh, this uh, uh, personal brand of the uh, of the owner of the CEO is really what makes a difference because uh, you see uh, whether you can relate to the uh, to the CEO, uh, you understand how he thinks. Uh, mm -hmm. You you kind of uh, start to like and then trust this person, and because of that, uh, you once again subconsciously you actually cho uh, choose this person uh, and this company over another one. I think it's kind of interesting. You, you even mentioned this in your book, and when I read was reading through that, um, I started thinking through that. And Elon Musk was one of those people. Steve Jobs. Um, um, Jeff Bezos, 
they're all out there and they're all running and leading. And, and we know a lot about their personal lives, you know, the routines, their behaviors, what they do. Um, and I was also thinking about like um, just some of the other stuff, like uh, uh, like Shaquille O'Neal, who uh, is on the, the Papa John's executive team and he's out there and he's actually in a lot of the commercials, not that the former CEO of Papa John's uh, made some, some terrible mistakes in his personal branding. Uh, but, uh, you know, I just seen a lot more of them. I mean, we see them a lot on the television now, instead of, you know, having these paid actors and all these other folks doing their marketing for them, they're actually out there doing the marketing. And the other thing I think of too, is, is, is this the kind of person that I would want to work for? And so I also think about that as far as person running, am I attracting the right talent? You know, the, the people that, you know, want to be around that person. Um, and is that person that I'm seeing on the outside, the same person on the inside? So uh, I think that's extremely valuable. Hey, everyone. As one of our preferred listeners, your feedback is the utmost importance to the True Success Podcast. And I am constantly striving to provide that ideal experience for our listener. And your input helps us to define that experience. That being said, if you could just take a minute to repost a review online, I would so appreciate it and look forward to you listening to the show in the future. So check out this review by Ben Colloy, who said, Kirby is such a great human being, and you can't help but be inspired to do more in your own life when you're around him. Excited to see this resource finally get out there. Well, thank you, Ben. I appreciate the comment and the review. Yeah, I think a, a person, well, a strong personal brand is never bad. So uh, you get a very clear um, uh, understanding whether you like this person or you don't like this person. And it's actually totally fine because uh, once you are clear about your personal brand on one hand, and you also understand your customers, uh, you can understand that uh, how uh, your ideal customers would relate to your and I would say that the personal brand strong personal brand that would save uh, all parties involved a lot of uh, time and effort uh, well the very good example of that is uh, Donald Trump for mm. example he has a very strong well, had, <laughs> had a yeah. very strong personal brand that uh, people either liked him or hated him so yeah. there was nothing in between that and uh, uh, th this is actually what pers strong personal brand does. Uh, people, uh, your people come to you and uh, people who don't uh, really connect with your values, uh, they, they don't come to you. And it is extremely important that uh, people who work with you and for you uh, uh, really see yourself uh, as a person. And uh, uh, once again, there are a lot of different studies which show that uh, they are uh, CEO and his brand uh, play a very important uh, role uh, in, in the process of, uh, of pre-selection. People, especially younger generation, they, they want to see who is uh, leading the company, uh, what are his values, uh, do we really relate or, or not? And it's becoming more and more a trend because on one hand, uh, we are uh, well, we have a social media and then we've been in, in lockdown for the last two years, uh, uh, but uh, we are 
due to the internet, we are uh, more connected uh, than ever. And uh, for this uh, connection to really be authentic, uh, we have to have this uh, uh, the personal brand because otherwise uh, there could be situations, uh, and I see that quite often when I'm working with big companies, uh, in traditional businesses uh, that uh, perhaps uh, market leaders uh, and once I look at their social media presence uh, both of the company and uh, of the CEO then uh, I get a perception that this company uh, is not uh, <laughs> present <laughs> or that they're you know like a, a boy and a dog from working from the garage and at the same uh, um, uh, at the same time, I look at their competitors, who perhaps are like a uh, hundred times smaller, but uh, their social media presence uh, is giving a totally different picture. So uh, uh, in the digital world, uh, the traditional company is actually losing its business uh, to their much, much weaker competitor, only because uh, their competitors are more digital savvy, they are showing more of themselves, uh, and uh, people uh, don't really have time uh, to, to dig in and try to figure out uh, whether what we perceive online is true or not. So, uh, so from the point of traditional businesses, uh, at least our social media an online presence have to show the the reality so that we don't lose uh, the business because uh, customers nowadays uh, uh, want to get information in the channels that they are using uh, be it uh, linkedin or instagram or, uh, or tiktok and companies nowadays have to be present where the customers are no thank you i think you know it, it may, especially when you mentioned uh, donald trump uh you know, having that strong personal brand and either people loved him or hate him. I, uh, I think that, uh, you know, what I've you know noticed, and even I did this early on was you, you try to get everybody to love you. Right. Instead of trying to carve out that wedge, right. That belongs to you. And, you know, if people, you know, don't like you based off of what you stand for, believe then that's okay. Either way you go. I mean, we, we saw that play out in American politics this last few years. So um, that's, that's, it's a great example and very interesting. And, and um, thank you for bringing up some of those other examples. I, I it's, that was really valuable. Um, so we're kind of, getting towards the end of the show here so um i want to kind of understand you know where do you think you know you've done a lot um you, you've been wildly successful um you know and and you you live a fabulous lifestyle uh and you deserved it and you've earned it over these years and now you have this book out where do you think you're going to be at in 10 or 20 years <laughs> um my book is still uh, to get the uh, best-selling uh, on uh, Wall Street Journal, <laughs> so that that's that's where I'm uh, aiming at. But I really want uh, to uh, inspire uh, people to act, uh, to really uh, understand themselves, to truly understand themselves, and uh, to uh, really go there and uh, out there and and do what they love. Mm -hmm. And because you know, when we're writing a book and we have uh, gone through 
have very many different uh, researchers and uh, one uh, research by Gallup uh, really shaped my world uh, when it said that there are 85% of people actually hate their job. Mm. Uh, and uh, I believe that uh, one of the main reasons for that is that uh, people are not aware of themselves, so they don't understand what are they doing and why they're doing that. Uh, and, uh, and I honestly don't want my son uh, to uh, live in this world, and uh, I'm on a mission to, to change that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, thank you very much. I appreciate that. That reminds me of a TED Talk that I share quite often uh, with a lot of the folks that I work with in the coaching realm. And that is, uh, especially in the very beginning of our coaching sessions, you know, and I tell them like, you know, there's, there's a lady named Celeste Eadley. Uh, she did a TED talk out of Georgia. Um, and it was, it was about finding a mission statement. Right. And it was, you know, and she quoted this, I probably the same Gallup poll where it says, you know, 85% of the people hate their job and they jump from job to job thinking that, you know, if, uh, they chase the rewards and the accolades and all these other things like more vacation time, more pay, a better job title, more responsibility. They're going to be happier. None of them ever happy. But what she found out was is through the, pro the process that they were going through was if they were able to help someone find a mission, just a purpose in life. Like I, I come into work every day and if you pay, if you didn't pay me, I would still do this for free because I love doing this so much. Not, not that nobody would do it for free, but if you were to, and you could, you know, uh, what they found was that if they helped them find that mission, you know, that, that, that purpose, right. They were three times more likely to stay in the same organization, the same job that they hated because they had a new perspective on it and they understood why they were doing what they were doing. And it actually increased retention by three times, um, in the organizations they worked for. So I think that's extremely powerful that you said, you know, in, in trying to, make that difference and make that change. Um, so how would you define, you know, you, you've been wildly successful. So how would you define true success since we've talked a little bit about extrinsic value? How does that intrinsic value show up? Where would you find true success? Uh, well, as I've uh, mentioned, I have uh, had both success and, and failure, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, this losing everything uh, actually made me uh, realize uh, that uh, you have to have this sense of success uh, well before you have uh, the success uh, outside. And uh, nowadays, I, uh, I really uh, define uh, success for myself uh, as uh, doing something that I love and, and helping other people to achieve their goals and their aspirations. And my success would be the more people I can help, the more successful would I become. And Zig Ziglar famously said that if you want to achieve all of your goals, then you have to help other people achieve theirs. And as you said, I think that we as people that in order to be happy we we have to have a sense of uh, of mission and understanding of uh, why we are doing uh, what we're doing and uh, and uh, i think that success is a very personal thing uh, and uh, unfortunately our society uh, has very uh, uh, strict definitions of uh, success uh, but the reality is that uh, not everybody wants to become a ceo uh, of uh, fortune uh, 500 uh, not everybody 
wants to become uh, next uh, Elon Musk. So it is very important for people once again to understand that what is success for them so that uh, the road to success uh, uh, doesn't stop them from feeling uh, and being happy in the moment. Thank you uh, for sharing. Uh, so, you know, the last question we always ask people is, if I was, or if you were, right, if you were to cast a stone in the water, right, and you create that ripple effect, what would that be? That's a very good question. <laughs> um, I would really want our uh, people uh, to uh, to find their why, uh, to uh, to find their passion. Uh, to uh, wake up in the morning uh, and uh, feel excited about the uh, the day ahead. Because uh, if uh, if you don't have that, uh, then uh, the life is not really uh, worth living, and, and it's pretty pretty dull uh, uh, place. Um, and um, I see this quite often when I'm looking at my six-year-old son. Uh, small children actually know. Uh, very, very well, uh, what do they want in life? Uh, they already have this, uh, uh, you know, uh, Paolo Coelho in his Alchemist uh, was actually writing about that, that uh, small children already know their mission. But as we grow up, uh, we tend to forget that. So um, I would really want uh, more and more people to remember and to find it. No, thank you. That's 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 extraordinary, beautiful. Um, and uh, a lot of us, you know, as children, we probably can remember back to when we were kids and what we wanted to do. And many of us may have began to 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 pursue those things, and then we thought reality set in, <laughs> and and the real world showed up, and we chose a different path for whatever reason. Um, but I would say that I would encourage a lot of people to go back because that's not over. You know, if that passion still is within you and you something you still want to do, then I would pursue it just like you have with social selling, you know? Um, so uh, this has been beautiful so far. Uh, if you, you know, I'm going to give you the opportunity to uh, say anything that you haven't said already, you know, you can uh, share with us where we can find you, um, how we can get a hold of your book and, 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 you know, read more of that. Um, or anything else that you would like to leave the audience with before we uh, close out? Yeah, yeah well, um, uh, you can get the book on uh, Amazon in uh, both uh, Kindle version uh, and the printed version. I'm uh, mainly using uh, LinkedIn uh, where I share uh, my uh, thoughts on, on, uh, on personal uh, branding and, and social uh, selling. Uh, feel free to send me uh, your uh, invite. Uh, and um, the last thoughts uh, that I would really um, like people uh, to, um, to take from this uh, conversation is uh, to really take time, uh, to really take time to ask yourself uh, those uh, very simple questions, seemingly simple questions, who am I uh, and what do I really want? Uh, uh, 
really uh, you know take all of those layers of expectations that we as grown-ups have uh, uh, from our teachers from our parents uh, from our spouses our children and to really understand that your core essence understand that what that makes you alive and uh, and then uh, it gives this understanding really gives you a tremendous power and that uh, this is also what makes uh, 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 personal branding and also sales and marketing uh, uh, much more easier because we as people very often uh, um, uh, don't like uh, to sell ourselves, don't like to sell uh, our products, uh, but uh, this understanding of why we're doing that and then really owning our story uh, uh, makes it uh, very enjoyable. Uh, makes it, it makes it a lot of fun, and uh, and and I believe that uh, we all deserve that. Uh, that uh, we are uh, use our potential to really make something out of that and then create a, a bigger impact for, for everybody around us. Well, Alicia Sawe, thank you very much for sharing your time, yourself, and, and your knowledge and experiences with us. It's been extremely valuable for us. Um, and I can't look forward to seeing more of what you have in the future. Thank you so much and have an amazing day. Thank you. Now it's up to you to put all this information into action. Please check out the links in the show notes, download a copy of the transcript, and smash that subscribe button. Leave a comment or review on your favorite podcast platform. Now go out and carry this story forward. My name is Kirby Ingalls. I appreciate you listening to this episode. Honor your service to others and love the impact that you are creating. You've been listening to the True Success Podcast. I'll see you next time.